uncircumcised. What do you mean? Actual docking is... <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. It's episode 193. Zach, how's it going? Bathwater cloudy with doubt. Try not to throw baby Jesus out. Uh, okay. Andy? Wow. I'm against biotics. Uh, uh, Scott? <laughs> I love biotics. I don't even know I'm not antibiotic. What about Jeff? Always fantastic. So, Andy, you are anti-biotic. Shut up, Scott. Against the biotics. Yeah. Shut up, Scott. Means I'm, <laughs> means I'm on antibiotics. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Andy's so, got what's called the flu or the cold. Okay. Some people might call infection. it other things. Some people tried but to call it we other We thought things. it was the Rona, but it, uh, it wasn't. I tested twice negative. Mm. So, uh, no, it's just the... A horrible sinus infection. So we're taking the sinus infection to Mexico. Yeah. 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 Thanks. So I guess theoretically, if I was vaccinated against the run, I could still catch your sinus infection. Uh, oh my gosh. If it was viral, but this is bacterial. Mm. So. All right. You're don't, okay. Don't spit in my I'm mouth. so far down. Yeah. I've had it for too long. Well, this is way more information than anybody needs. Hey guys. Hi. Uh, what are you guys drinking? Oh, I've got the classic uh, Truly Mango. That's great. I got Maker's Mark, you guys. Um, it is Bros, Bibles, and Beer. What do you guys got? I got a, a, a can of Radiant. It's got this exceptional uh, hue. What is this? A <laughs> rainbow hue It's a rainbow. It? Yeah, I call it's that. called Let Yourself Free Hazy IPA. Wait, and the Bay Area I was inspired beer. to purchase this <laughs> from the local watering hole. Uh, we just had a session trying to get on with Matthew DiStefano from the Heretic Happy Hour podcast, also Apostates Anonymous podcast. Um, Zoom sucks. And we had some severe technical issues, so apologies is it our to inter- Matthew. Is and it- hopefully at a later date, we'll, we'll have a conversation hmm? with him. But is it Zoom or internet? Shut the front door, Jeff. It's unknowable, Jeff. Okay. I bought this uh, Let Yourself Free, because I do believe his blog on Pathios is still called All Set Free, and I know his first one of his first books was called All Set Free. Um, so I, I got it for Matthew so that he could see me drinking that and I could oh. have that tie-in, but it didn't happen, and I'm a little sad, yeah. but Some might I'll call survive. that a virtue signal, but I won't. Oh, well, it kind of was to oh, him. It okay. would have been to Just him. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was Anyways, thinking about you. Thank you for your patience, Matthew. All right, moving on. We do yeah. have feedback. Are we doing this now? Yeah, let's right do now. it. Right off the bat. This is right. shotgun. We're doing a lot here, too. Are you going to do a hot swap on the uh, input? I'm do a hot swap. We're okay. crush- we are crushing here. We got a voicemail, which, for the listener, where, where can people... Anchor.fm slash BBB pod slash message. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if, if you, you get the app yeah. or whatever, yeah. You, yeah, you'll figure it out. Yes. Leave us a voicemail. Keep it under a minute. Otherwise it'll cut you off. Oh and yeah. Coming in at 59 seconds. Kenny Tows. Two hours. Toes. Toes. T- yeah. Kenny. All right, Kenny, let's hear what you have. <laughs> hey guys, Kenny here from an airplane Victoria, British Columbia in Canada. Been listening to you for a couple of years, I want to say, and love it. Love the conversation and the way in which you respect each other, 
even while you're talking about very different things. Um, guys, seriously, I recently listened to the egalitarian and complementarian, and honestly, I was crying when you called, like, Jeff's wife, and you're asking her if she clicks send or submit, and do you submit to Jeff? <laughs> like, I had to stop and, and just cry. Uh, that was super funny. Listen, uh, my wife and some friends uh, and I are coming down to San Diego. Would love to bring you some beer Whoa. from British Columbia. Oh, hells yeah. Let me know how I can do that. Maybe Adam should respond because I think he's the only one that would respond. Okay, Adam. Uh, anyways, thanks, guys. Keep up the good talk. See ya. I want the Thanks. finest Molson ice. Labatt <laughs> uh, uh, <Le> Blue. <laughs> uh, ca- Canadian beer. That's cool. Kenny t- Toes. Thanks, Kenny. And, and I, if you're going to be waiting for Adam, you're going to be waiting for a long time. Yeah. I think he meant me, but I, and I don't know why he meant me, but I'll take it. Yeah. Or maybe it, he meant you. It could be Toeys. Is it T-O-E-W-S? T O E W S. Yeah. Anyways, that that Just voicemail. Now, given <coughs> we have not been frequently potting, and this voicemail was from June twenty fifth. Uh oh. So if the We're moment on has summer passed, break. if the moment is passed, we'll get this episode out right away. This is uh, the seventeenth of July. Um, oh, if there's sure. any chance this is still doable, Kenny, we would love yeah. for uh, a little beer exchange slash hookup. Maybe we could uh, meet you at a, a watering hole and. You know, talk about all that submission stuff. You know, t- Scott would has some tips for your wife, and uh, we can go from there. It's definitely. Um, can we confirm he's from Canada? I didn't hear any British Columbia. I didn't hear any. I, A's, I heard a little. A's. I heard a little bit in I there. Heard, I heard in a boot, but I didn't hear an. I, I could hear it in there. Well, if he's worth, he's close to Seattle. He sounds like a <laughs> humble guy. Yeah, I'm sure okay. he would say sorry when he's with you right, in person. Right. So. We should inform the listener right now. We're in a really weird configuration because we'd been set up basically like we're all sitting side by side to do uh, this podcast on Zoom, sharing a camera. And um, it's really awkward without trying to reset everything. We're all maybe (laughs) two feet from each other. Scott's over my right shoulder. My knee's touching your butt. Mostly behind me. And I'm basically straddling both Zach and Jeff. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. That combined with the heat, I'm I've got I'm gonna have some boob sweat pretty soon, I'm pretty mm. sure. So anyways, we do this for you, the listener. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and we- I actually meant that, just Kenny. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> the listener. Just kidding. Hey, if we have future correspondence, he is hitherto known as Kenny the listener. Kenny. All right. Well, hey, good show. We were going to, Jeff, you know, I believe yesterday, you can shut this down right away. If I, I just caveated that right there. I just caveats. If this is not good, but it was recently the second anniversary of your mom's passing. And since you did, we don't need to talk about this per se, but it just happened. Um, how are you? You did talk very vulnerably about it on this podcast, and so I wouldn't mention it otherwise. And if you just say pass, we'll just pass on and move right along. Well, I already have a tear in my eye. Yeah, it was about a year ago that you actually sent me a message on that day when it was a year from my mom's passing, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about it. But you thought about it and 
what a good friend to think about me on that day. And that's why I intentionally forgot then, this today, yeah, this year. Right. <laughs> Just to balance and, it out. And, uh, so this past week, um, you know, you think things are, I don't know. You think things are past and you, you're over it and you dealt with I'm it. I'm good now. Yeah. Right. And, uh, my wife had, um, she came to me and she said, Oh my gosh, you know, today I, I saw this monarch butterfly on my walk. Well, the monarch butterfly was kind of like, there was something that, there was something about the monarch butterfly that they would just fly down into our yard or when we were on walks, just stop right in front of us. And it, uh, like when my mom had passed, um, it was like my mom was the monarch butterfly. We couldn't figure out what was going on. Why do we have so much monarch monarch butterflies in our yard and and around us during this time? And then um, it just kept happening. Literally, um, that and hummingbirds. It was the weirdest thing. And this last week, my wife was on a walk, and it is the second the second year as of yesterday. Um, or two days ago, July 17th, um, 2020 is when she passed. Um, my, my wife says I was on a walk and this hummingbird stopped right in front of me on a leaf. I don't think I've ever seen a hummingbird just stop and it just sat there. And then a monarch butterfly came and dropped down like four feet from the hummingbird. And my wife took video and pictures of it. And she's, like it was the most amazing thing thinking of like, this is the week, you know, your mom had passed and was having serious difficulties. And, and like later that day, she actually, um, well, I was on my computer. She'd share this with me. And I, then I was on my computer a couple hours later and I was going through, I'm like, I got to dump all this stuff from my computer. And there was pictures and videos. And I came across all of my mom's pictures of her celebration. And I'm like, I have no use for these. We have a video, but I, del- I was deleting all these videos and all these pictures of like family history of my mom. And, and next thing I know, I'm just weeping. Mm. I'm just weeping and I kind of just got up and walked out and took a walk down the street. And, um, and then we were at dinner like an hour later and I'm sitting there and I just lose it. My mm-hmm. wife's like, what's going on? I'm like, I can't, I don't know what is going on. I can't get her picture, the thought of my mom out of my head. And it just, it's just tearing into my heart in a good way but I missed her so much. Mm-hmm. Even right now, just I'm, I can feel the emotion that I felt this past week. And I'm like, I don't even know where this came from, but, mm-hmm. um, that, I mean, that is just a, it's a, it's a painful thing to go through. And, uh, man, I, I, I miss my mom so much. And I just, things just come out of the blue and hit you and you don't expect it. And, and that kind of threw me this week, but I'm, I actually, Zach, I look back a year ago. I'm like, I, I so appreciate it when you like said, Hey, how you, how you doing? And I'm like, I, what do you mean? Oh, this, your mom passed away a year ago. And I'm like, wow, I missed that. Hmm. And then this year 
this monarch and this hummingbird and my wife taking a walk and coming home and sharing this and the pictures. I'm like, holy mackerel. And then it just kind of all just landed. And I just kind of, as you would say, Zach, I was just marinating in the love that my mom just passed on to us as kids and within our family. So, and I'm, I'm, and (laughs) I'm still, I'm good. I'm good with her not being here in my heart. It just hurts a whole lot. Hmm. And that's, uh, and that's okay. That's where I'm at. And it is. It doesn't need to. Right. You're the type of person, Jeff, and this is a superpower. The upside is obvious. The downside, maybe less so, is you're constant. Like everything's good. Life is good. Um, And the downside is like maybe trying to fight against the, oh, this is bad. Maybe it's okay that this is bad right now. I can just be in this bad for now. And, let, and your personality is like, and I don't know. I don't mean I don't mean to cut you off in a bad way, but, but you just did. something my mom did, which was hide like any negative. Like yeah. I'm feeling not things are not good. Don't just don't bring anybody down with it. <laughs> it's kind of how my mom mm-hmm. seemed to have lived, and and I I think I oh, I don't think I know I've got some of that, like, I'll oh, just, let's hold this, hold this back. And then when it hits you, it's like, I don't even know what to do. I don't mm-hmm. know what to do with this. Nobody showed me what emotion looked like in my family growing up. And now I'm being hit with, hit with that. So it's, that's a, it's a different thing to deal with. What kind of conversation happens between you and Tanya when that happens? When that's, well, what has, what kind of conversation? Um, just, sh- just sharing like her life. Tanya is She's good with her. I mean, my mom and her had a really good close relationship. Um, And so when, you know, I'm sitting there breaking down and she loved my mom and my mom loved her. And so she just, you know, is, she just shares, you know, we, I mean, we all, we we all miss her. And so that's a, she's Tanya. My wife is really good at, embracing the fact that she knows who my mom was. She knows the life she lived and how much she loved. And, and there's a great regard for, for that feeling and, and who she was. And my, my wife is a good affirmer of just like, it, it hurts so much. And, you know, we were both teary eyed thinking mm. about it. Um, you know. Yeah. Do you guys have, um, Andy and Scott, do you guys have, so you had the butterflies. We have a similar butterfly mm-hmm. thing on our end. Um, yeah, that was great, Jeff. You talked about you. Now I'm going to one up you and talk about me. No, go, um, go ahead. I, <laughs> I'm going to be checked out for about five minutes. But Lisa would do, it's more involving my wife, Lisa and the monarch butterfly. And she said it, she's explained it well many times to different people and my part of my brain always wants to explain that stuff away like oh god sent you a butterfly god made that butterfly fly through there i've never actually said that to lisa but like that's what my mind wants to do i want to like justify everything explain everything um and lisa's like it it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if if there's something Mm. more to it than just maybe it's a fluke but i find meaning in that moment and that is helping me through that day. Mm. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Like it's, 
it's a little bit of like your experience is what matters. Um, and I think we take that for granted. Your experience does matter. Uh, experience isn't everything obviously, but, uh, there's like this balance between data and experience and interpretation and subjectivity. Um, but it, it can be a beautiful thing. If, if it means something to you, then like, why isn't that real for you? And so Andy and Scott, have you guys had anything like, it doesn't have to be around tragedy or anything. Has there, there been anything that you sort of can't explain that you're like something that, that drew you almost like a little mystical moment where you felt like maybe God was doing something. And it's, I'm totally springing on this on mm-hmm. on them since we we just press play after the tech fail with Matthew. So, um, not with me so much, but there is a situation going on with my church, which is you know some might say, hey, maybe coincidence. My pastor thinks that's that it's God doing something or trying to what is it tell us something so. We've been, we, we were in a building uh, about four months ago. We were, in, we were in a building and that building got bought, right? So we, we um, had to move. Our new building we've been in for like four months. And now this building got purchased as well. So we have to move out of our current building. <laughs> so Yikes. Um, God hates you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it turns out um, uh, we've been trying to get into another uh, place to do our Sunday service. And that place has been... We, we couldn't do it because there was a group meeting there for a long time, right? Like 20 years ago, they started meeting there. So we had to stop doing service there and find somewhere else. But during COVID, they shut down. So no one could meet there. And then once COVID ended, they opened back up. So now we, we, we were the first to apply. So we got the building back. It just so happens that it's 20 years later at that building where we do Sunday service. And in addition to that, since we have to move out, of the, our current offices that we, we rent, we found it, it, it just so happens that the current offices that we're at, there was a monthly Bible study where the pastor that would come in, that we didn't know, he would come in and, and do this Bible study once a month, like a lunch Bible study for our, not, not involved with our church. It turns out that he's renting offices out in in their church building, these are the same offices where my pastor used to have an office twenty years ago. So both in both cases, it's twenty years later, moving multiple times. Um, nothing that we did; it was all someone else selling buildings or you know closing down or whatever, and they both happened to converge together at the same time 20 years later if it was 40 years it'd be more interesting right right because right because they wanted that's in, a good point in the wilderness or for a 40 multiple years. or a multiple of seven <laughs> which is how we know right. it's not of god right because right. because it's not 40 it's only 20 yeah ironclad uh so i get us i get us calling the spirit there there's something there's that, a connection that both of them happening at the yep. same time there's is a connection there blasph of me as the holy spirit <laughs> and, uh, and nothing nothing we did we're, right. we're just Going with Renting the flow. Sold, and we just happened to, oh, yeah. I, I just happened to go to this Bible study because it's in my building. <coughs> so I, I've been going and I met the pastor and then that, that runs this mm. church. And it happens to be the old Calvary Chapel where mm. it was where I first met my pastor 20 some years ago. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy so, fun. You know, 
Who knows? I like it. Yeah. Maybe. I like to say maybe. God, I I've gone through periods of being like, nope, there's no way. Like Zach's on his period. I hate the maybe right here. Yeah. I got to say, you know what? That's a God thing. Zach, my experience it might makes be. it true. To you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my facts don't care about your feelings, Scott. Uh, Scott, you know, um, you know, you, that's And if you feel like you need to have a hedge against inflation, then gold is the only way to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. Was that a Shapiro? Uh, the one, yeah, the one example that comes to mind was probably 15 or 20 years ago. Uh, we, I was running my own business and actually, no, it was, it was a little bit after the 08 crash. And so, I had a, a, my main client had shut their doors. So within a month they were gone and that was like 60% of our income. So I was having to hustle and like find new clients. And we were on one month where it was just short. We were really, really tight, not just tight. Like we were, we were under and, and it wasn't that uncommon for me to invoice clients and then kind of wait and you'd get ghosted a little bit by them. And I'd have to, Gently, hey, you know, just checking on that. Uh, I'm, I might be in your area to pick up a check. I'm not going to be in their area, but I could make myself be in their area. Anyway, um, uh, we had a, there's a big invoice that I needed paid and we owed rent that day. And so we just said, okay, we're going to start praying every 30 minutes that, um, that we will get this check paid. And we did every 30 minutes we'd, we'd start praying. And then that afternoon, Without me prompting, they emailed me and said, hey, we've got a check for you. If you want to come by, pick it up. And this was not a client that was really typically good at paying on time. And so I said, oh, I happen to be in your area. Not in their area. (laughs) Cruised by and picked it up. That was the one that came to mind. Yeah, That's cool. And I've heard other people talk about, and Jeff, you might have given an example. I've heard exact dollar amount stories before to yeah. like the, the thing they needed to just exact. get by came in unforeseen. I've heard those before. Yeah. That's happened. In, that's happened in a situation with, with me. Um, but like people talking about seeing a certain number over and over on license plates or in various places, they'll just keep seeing like the number 33 or something. Uh, this, um, this one goes to 11. <laughs> yeah. Jeff goes to 11. It, so those those types of things, I'm like, okay, yeah, that could be that could be something. Those numbers might be more common than we might have sometimes it's realized. Confirmation uh, bias that too, right? Day. Yeah, yeah. Like when you, you're looking for a car to buy, you go buy it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you buy. You're thinking about buying a yellow Camaro. Oh my gosh, they're everywhere. Yeah. Yellow Camaros all over, and all the yeah. drivers are douchebags. Oh shit, I'm a douchebag. <laughs> oh no, dang it. Yeah, yeah. It's science. <laughs> yellow Camaro drivers are douchebags. Is that what you're saying, Andy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're everywhere. Gosh, they're everywhere. Yeah, and that and that goes back to like the whole I forget what profit Unless it was. Kenny drives a yellow Camaro. Kenny, <laughs> yeah. the listener, you're our guy. You've yeah. redeemed yellow Camaro <laughs> drivers for all of North America. Is Canada considered part of North America? It yeah. is. It's also it is. considered America's hat. <laughs> yeah. And Mexico, which would be America's We'll, we'll skip that. So, um, <clears throat> I forget what prophet it was, but he put out the fleece, and one day it was uh, Aaron. The dude, was Elijah. It might Elijah. have been, or is Elisha? I always get those two mixed up. Um, and one day it was it was wet from the dew, and the other the other day it was the next day it was dry. But then that that becomes a question. Okay, so 
for us individually. Like <laughs> we don't like put, I don't think that's calling us to like put out a piece of wool um, and uh, see if it's wet, but uh, there could be, there could <laughs> I be. I know if I put it on my lawn, it'll be wet. <laughs> right. Because yeah, it's sprinklers. We're in a drought. The jerk. prophet Derek lived in a frat house and he put his out in the morning and it wasn't wet from, it was wet from a dude. <laughs> Not the dude. That was a lot of work, dude, for nothing. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So there, there could be things individually that where God could be speaking to us, um, or testing God. Like, hey, I need, I need more God. Like, I've been in those spots where I. That's how I'm talking to God. It's like, I just need, some, just give me something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, maybe that's true because there's been times where I felt like I got that something. I got the thing that mm-hmm. I needed to get to get through the thing I was going through. But then I'm like, that just leads to more questions where my deconstructed brain is always like, okay, if God can do that for me, why, why the, all the silence, why so much silence? Um, right. Because right. And then, so there, yeah, multiple questions. Like, is that, um, did, did that prophet do that for every decision? Uh, was that just a special circumstance? Should, you know, um, what, 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 what decisions should we do that in our lives? But I would limit that. I would limit that type of thing, where it's not normalized to every other Christian, and it is not part of like foundational doctrine. I would. I would. Th- those types of things are not. It's not sh- a formula. Sh- should not be used to. Those things and experience in general should not be used to determine doctrine for yourself, um, because that's not that's not how doctrine works. Like you can't, you can't have your own doctrine based upon your experience. So I would limit those types of things. Oh, I disagree. To, People do all the time. Well, they, well, they, they, they might do that, but it's, they, including myself. And Hey, they I admit they me, shouldn't do that. <laughs> these, when you follow the logic train, trying to explain God, I don't think you should not do that because I think God, it, it can handle that. It, it can God handle can handle that. Handle whatever like, what God is. God. What do you mean? What do you mean? God can handle that though. Um, I just, I don't. If this is like, don't ask questions and don't follow logic. No one's rabbit saying holes. That. No, I, here. I know. Right. I know. For the purposes of conversation, I'm like conversing. I'm not coming back at you. Um, but, and I'm going to talk against myself now. I am prone to do that in a way that tries to like put God in my own new box and like formulatize it. And cause I want that satisfaction of like, how does God actually work? And so it's kind of this constant for me, it's a constant push and pull in my experience, Scott, um, where it's like constantly testing and probing and pushing against things and then trying to check myself to like, not ever go to that. Well, this is the, the now this, this new thing I discovered by answering this questions, this is where it's at. And then you forget all the other times you were wrong and you pretend like, oh, this I'm, I'm right 100% of the time. So it's a little confession. I don't know if that makes sense at all. Well, yeah, I just, because, because like just the nature- It's the, so hot in here. The nature of doctrine isn't, isn't- I'm starting to hallucinate. Subject to- Is Scott wearing glasses? Us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old four eyes. Scott the librarian, man. I'm not, uh, <laughs> not gay, but it's kind of oh, hot. Thank you. It's a good look. Because, yeah, there's- It is hot. Because- Sorry, guys. Sorry. Statement of fact. Statement of fact. I don't care about it your feelings. It is hot. Um, Sherry's berries and also Casper yeah. mattress. 
Bros Bibles. Code Bros Bibles. Bros Bibles Ben. But yeah, the, the nature of doctrine isn't <laughs> do, doctrine isn't subject to us. We we don't Okay. We don't determine doctrine based we upon We are ours. subject to doctrine. That's a tweet. We are. We and and we are. Uh that's that's the reality. It makes me want to throw up, but that is a good pithy tweet for a certain well, segment of oh, Christianity. Well, could we could, we can explore that. We might not have much time, but um but the 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 alternative uh I don't think is better that because you're not saying that doctrine is is subject to us, right? No, but it's this is a really interesting, sticky, co- complex conversation because to some people it's like you get doctrine by reading the Bible and what the Bible tells you it's simple like it's clear. Other people, you know, the, the further you get in the weeds of like biblical criticism and interpretation, and me personally, I don't know the original languages, but reading people with various Christian beliefs that do. It gets complicated the the deeper you go into studying. But isn't things. that still the Bible? Isn't that still the Bible though? You you kind of pitted like reading English against like studying the Bible. Uh, well, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like right, right. But, I, but that's but not for I'm a lot talking, for yeah. a lot of people. Like doctrine is their their English translation. So that I'm not they talking. Love. I'm not. So put them aside. They might do that. But that's you're, you're pitting you're pitting actual exegesis. I'm saying we all do a version of that. Yeah, but but. Well, I'm trying to get at like a like a base. The the Keep that theological scooter train rolling. right. The 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 scholarship doesn't say read your English Bible and that's your only like thing you should yeah. interpret from. So it, you 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 kind of pitted those two things against each other when that's not the way people teach how to how to interpret the Bible. So you're not so you're not actually disagreeing with me. No, but I'm it's, not. But you, it sounded like you you were trying to. No, no, no. Like you put me oh, in that trust me, category. I, Scott, I always want to disagree with you. <laughs> like even when you're right, I don't tell you. I just like later on, I cry a little bit in my pillow. You guys, but you're not right that often. So yeah, it's good. <laughs> so you don't cry that often. Yeah. Several years ago, um, somebody had turned on the Book of Eli with Denzel Washington uh, when we were in Mammoth. Uh, one of our guys. There's a guy trips. that can't even read English. <laughs> That's a spoiler. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they won't get it if you don't say any more. And last night I, I watched it again. My wife started watching it with me and, and she was intrigued. I, I know the story, but there was a moment where um, one of the actresses asks uh, Denzel, um, you just you just heard something like you heard, like and he's like, I, like I heard the voice of God is pretty much what I'm saying. And, and, and so I went and dug in some rubble and, and uncovered, you know, a book, but that book was the Bible in, well, I almost oh. hit the, killed the spell. It's over. been like 20 years. Yeah, it is just in Braille, okay. in Braille. And, and so he's, Wait, been, he's deaf. He's been reading <laughs> the Bible for, for, Every day, you can still read his entire life, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't hear yourself read, so it doesn't count. Yeah. I rest my case. He, but there was this. There's this moment that I um, definitely connect with, and that is, I heard I heard the voice of God, and whether it was a call to action, 
whatever it might be, there's something in like, listen, you need to be listening to God. And some people call that like, you know, oh, that sounds like an experience. Is it? Or is it just the, is it just God working in how God works? And if, if we are listening and we actually take action, sometimes it seems ridiculous in what we're being asked to do. But if we're, if we really believe this is what we're being called to do and we go and do it out of faith, um, like this movie, he, he actually went to his death, but protected himself, the Bible, and actually got a woman out of a really bad situation across uh, the land. And, and even though it's a movie, there's something to that in how we connect with God in our listening and experiences. And, and so... And a trail of bodies along the way. So, <laughs> listener, true. If, if that's where God calls you, you know, <laughs> your mileage may vary. They made that choice. <clears throat> Reminds me of that band <clears throat> from the uh, early 2000s. And you'll know us by the Trail of Dead. <laughs> that's the name of the ba- band? Trail of Dead. Yeah. Trail of Dead. Yeah. Sounds like an album title. I miss that. I miss them. They were yeah. good. They were fun. Good, good times. Yeah. And so, so like leading of the Holy Spirit, some might call that. Um, no, that's what it would be called, but go ahead. Yeah. Where he's not reading the Bible and the Bible is telling him, hey, go look in this trash pile. Right. <laughs> there's like, there's something else that he's sensing that led him to that, which also led him to go in a particular direction. Sure. Or uh, you could flip yeah. it on its head, like depending on stages of certainty or doubt. Um, sometimes they like, what's God leading me to do? sounds like a ridiculous notion that there's no answer for because you've already asked a million times, you're not getting it. And so if you flip that on your head, it's like, okay, you went to the proverbial trash can and found this thing. Um, what next? Like, like what's the next thing that will lead you into being a better human, humaning better and loving better? Like it, you don't need to take orders. Like maybe you're struggling to hear God's, like there's plenty of people along the way that feel like they're just perpetually being ignored by God. And yet they're, they have a faith practice and they're, it's like next steps. Okay. What's the next thing I can do that will be like what I think God would be doing in this situation. It could, you can flip it a little bit and that could, could and, be helpful yeah. depending on your situation. And they're, they're not mutually exclusive. You can, I didn't you say can that, Scott. do both. Scott. I'm not arguing yeah. against you, Scott. So you do agree. Don't quote me, bro. <laughs> so you do agree that God could lead you. It's possible. I mean, there's certainly a lot yeah. of uh, stories in the Bible about that yeah, happening. Yeah, if you yeah. believe the Bible. <laughs> well, I don't believe the Bible, quote unquote. Well, you don't believe what God had people record and, and written down and... I believe people recorded and written down what they thought God that was God, doing. Yeah. God yeah. Yeah, guided yeah. them by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I think that looks different to different people as well. So saying. that goes back to my original point. They is were that, deaf though. They couldn't see it. <laughs> Mine, Scott. <laughs> Thank you. At no point am I pushing back against you, Scott. I'm just trying to add to this conversation, but I feel like you're taking it personal, bro. Oh, dang it. Button. Put your gloves on, man. Oh, <laughs> Dan Coke. All, All right. right. Well, yeah. You know, well, you I don't know, know what we solved. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a lot of exhaling there, guys. Not our best, not our worst. <laughs> hey, we had a moment. Uh, if we had more time, we could go longer, but, uh, you know, people enjoy this. 
Kenny, this was for you. <laughs> Thanks for putting a little wind in our sails, Kenny, with that voicemail. And uh, other people uh, can do it as well. Anchor.fm slash pod, And then search the thing that will lead you to, to the thing. <laughs> we expect lots of voicemails. You guys know the thing. Yep. Oh, and I did open just a shout out to our favorite brewery, Beachwood. Electro Hop. Yes. I thought all of the hop puns were taken, but nope. Electro Hop. Wait, let me look at this can. But it's got like a, a My Iron Giant kind of... Is that is the pun supposed to be electro pop? Mm-hmm. That's a thing, electro pop. I think it yeah, is. Yeah, but this the artwork that. doesn't look like it. Regardless, it's cool artwork. It yeah. is a delicious beer. Uh, yeah, as sorry. most of Beachwood is. I know. I'm sorry that I turned it down. It's that I'm still trying to. You're nursing. I'm healing. I'm in a healing. Yeah, I'm healing. Um, but it looks good. It smells great. That's that's a, as close I'll be getting to beers. Just smelling them. Oh, could clear your hoppy sinus infection. Up. Could. I might. All right, guys. Uh, let's end strong. What are you consuming? What have you been consuming this week, Zach? I'm glad you asked. Oh, shit. I forgot the book title. I'm doing a couple things. Uh, I'll give the... Um, hmm. Where do I go with this? I've been reading a little bit of Bart Ehrman. He's a uh, legendary Bible scholar. Um, he is agnoc agnostish atheistish i don't think he calls himself an atheist um he just doesn't know but he's a great bible scholar um i've heard he's been on a couple of debates on the unbelievable podcast which is a podcast at the very least that you should look at the titles and see what which one scratches your itch um really good conversations between usually non-believers and believers versus about topics or sometimes it's different types of faith debating a topic super respectful um it's a muscle that needs to get exercised more by anybody that's on social media at all it's um a very welcome debate but i've heard him a few times on there and it was every time i was like wow this is like i've heard about bart Ehrman. i think i said Ehrman before i don't know if it's Ehrman or Ehrman, whatever uh and my assumption was always like oh you know in the past when i was like more of a like prove the Bible conservative Christian, uh, you know, he was always filed away under like, Oh, he's, you know, he's an enemy. He's like trying to disprove the Bible. And as I'm reading him, it's like, Nope, he's a guy that's just searching for truth. And his assumptions are different than other people's assumptions, but he's an incredible, appears to be a really good Bible scholar. And uh, I'm going to look up the book title so I can interrupt one of you guys when you're talking so I can shout out the actual book. It's either misquoting Jesus, misquoting Jesus. Okay. Um, he does have a lot of books, but misquoting Jesus is basically about how the text was changed over time or is changed over time by original authors and then scribes and scribes and scribes upon scribes. And he's, it's not done to discredit the Bible. It's an attempt to uh, reasonably honestly, although everyone has their biases, um, discover what the Bible actually is and how, how we got it in our hands today. So... I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Once once you're done, you could yeah share like what texts change significantly that we go. Oh, we need to change our doctrine here. Jeff, I I watched a show. It was like a documentary called Sunshine Superman. It just out of the blue, clicked on this. I don't even remember if it's on Netflix or Prime Video, but 
It was a guy who was really one of the, he was the original base jumper. Um, and he was jumping off of El Capitan with him and his wife and just started jumping, um, and doing this. And it, and they were jumping out of buildings in LA and, um, Houston and they were getting in a little bit of trouble and it's uh it's like an hour hour and a half hour and 45 minute um documentary and it's so cool and it pretty much is a guy who um it just is ultra focused on just living life to the full and not really seeing barriers it's like oh there's a building I don't doesn't really matter who's building it's just a building and you know, that can't be bad if I just jump off there and, oh, this is the top of Yosemite. I'm going to jump off here. And, and uh, you know, he got arrested a few times, but it it, chan- it, chron- it chronicles from the beginning of when he started jumping and people talking about him and just his gravitational force. And it was, uh, it was fun. It was a fun hour and 45 minutes. Um, and, you know, that was, that was probably the best of my week and what I consumed. Scotty, did he ever jump off the Empire State Building with a train attached to? No, him? he didn't. No, it's pronounced Umpire State. Umpire. Yeah, yeah. Balls and strikes, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He struck out. Um, that's a deep cut, Scott. I'm yeah. glad you said that. Long time listeners, they'll well, know. No. And what was the guy's name from Canada? Shut up! It's Kenny. Kenny. Kenny, Kenny T. Kenny. Kenny would know. Kenny the listener. Ken, Kenny the listener. Like a <laughs> Damn it, Kenny. Um, I've just been going on with, uh, you know, collapse of um, society and the oh, depression and yeah. Yeah. The world's the depression. Yeah. You know, the great reset, Klaus Schwab, all that stuff. Yeah. I get a yeah, reset so I can start over. I didn't get the high score. I got to start Food over. shortages, diesel shortages, you know, train, train worker strikes, you know, it's the things that might affect our lives. Yeah, we keep getting you know? food and stuff, so we, so far it hasn't hit us. Until you don't. That's the point, Jeff. Mm. Can't argue with that. Well, how long have you been saving food? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, goes, your yeah. stomach. I mean, hey. my earlier question. <laughs> I, can, I can get through a, 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 a strong winter with uh, my current You've been, fat storage. Y- yeah. You have been... <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, a couple years. You have been food. storing non-perishable food for two years, including lots of water. Those are some big cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the first rule of prepping, Jeff, is that you don't talk about prepping. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, especially where you're I keeping it all. I confirm nor deny. All right, so Scott's <clears throat> consuming fear porn. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Nice. Thanks, Scott. Andy. Oh, man, I was in bed for like... Glad you're living in Jesus' Seven freedom, days. Scott. <clears throat> Consumed everything. I made it all the way through all of Severance, all of Stranger Things, uh, so many things. But I did start reading a book today. Uh, well, after after watching so much um, content and so much screen time, uh, I felt gross. So I started a digital detox today minus, um, you know, required screens for work and, you know, getting Zoom to not work here um but uh yeah so i'm in a digital detox and i'm reading a yet to be released book from bonnie christian who was on the podcast a couple years ago 
Yeah, she did Flexible Faith, I think was the book that she did. Yes. So I don't I don't even know if this book is allowed to be announced yet, but I'm reading it and I'm critiquing it. And it comes out in October, I think, and the plan is to get her on the pod to talk about it. Yeah, so I'll take I'm I'm taking little notes there and it should be it should be an interesting one. But yeah, so I'm on dig- Digital Detox. I even turned my phone to grayscale. So it's Oh, good call. Really not fun to look at. If you feel like you're looking at your phone too much, Flip it to grayscale and you'll you'll hate it. Yeah. With a passion. So, yeah, I'm going to try to keep this up as long as I can. Nice. Well, you know I don't look at my phone because I ignore all your guys' <laughs> messages. That much is true. Yeah. It's, it's almost a nice though, excuse, uh, Scott. I'm, di- I'm, Scott. I'm digitally... No, you were looking. <laughs> you're like, ignore. <laughs> you don't need the phone to ignore for you. You just ignore it. Yeah, that's uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So when we do finally hear from Scott, we really like, hate oh, him. He's alive. Yeah. I like to hear that. Oh, look, yeah. it's Scott. Yeah. The hugs are, you know. Scott, strong. where are you going to be a month from now? Oh, man. I am hoping to not be in California. You heard it first here. It's only like the fourth <laughs> time that we've gone through this, all right? So don't get your hopes up. This is the fourth midlife crisis. He's, uh, I know. Word on the street is, do you think Scott will do it? <laughs> and I say, probably it, not. Given my experience. It feels closer than other times, but I'll believe it when it happens. My wife, yeah, quote too. unquote, I'll believe it when I see it. Hey, I'll be pleasantly surprised to have you. Not pleasantly surprised. I will be. It's, <laughs> it's a good thing if you're still around in the flesh. Because you are liked. It's, Even though God hates you, <laughs> seems like four hundred like tons of non-perishable items have left the state of California. Oh yeah, Scott left. Yeah. Scott left for this. All right, pounds. boys, land yeah. this plane. Well, at Bros, I had a, a quick anecdote. No, we don't have time. Good times. Uh, Bros Bibles beer at Bros Bibles beer on the socials, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitches. Uh, we don't do a lot of uh, posting, but. I will see your posts if you need to connect with us, Kenny the listener. I have no way of contacting you regarding this beer. <laughs> That's true. So hit us up or uh, brosbiblesbeer at gmail.com. So whether or not your trip to San Diego happened, uh, that was invented by the Germans, by the way, whether that's happened already or not, um, you can hit us up and we can do a, a mail exchange somehow of some local beers from us to some local beers from you. M A L E. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that makes sense. And if you were in this room, it, it you might not think it was M A. It would be M A L E. Bye, everybody. M A I L. That's what you said, Andy. Shit. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> <laughs>